Welcome to Mere Mortals, episode six. Sponsored by the boys. The boys. Very good. I've been, <clears throat> I've, I've already been, you know, people have given me comments that yeah. I'm sponsored by Coke. So today, <laughs> yeah. so from now on, whatever, whatever the, Where, uh, the tagline all this, is Where's Coke? all this money going? Hey, what? I don't know. Oh man, I'm not seeing a dime of that. <laughs> so sponsored right. by the boys. So for the audience, mm. episode this week will be on structuring your workout. Yep. And we'll get into some of the topics. I've got a couple of interesting things here. Starting from a how I first started and going into, I suppose, the higher level that we're at now. Probably you're even higher than me because you've been doing this. How many years have you been gymming now? I have been going to the gym. Like, I think collectively without, like, having massive periods of off time with it. Yeah. I reckon I'll be closing in on nine years. Okay. Yeah, nine years. Cool. Yeah, I've been probably around six and a half yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, so got those extra couple of years of wisdom. Of wisdom, yeah. Well, I, I reckon I, I, I actually first began training when I was 16. Yeah. So that would make it 11 years. Yeah. But I, I remember doing it bit. for a little bit, then I stopped, then I did swimming for a long time. Yeah. And then I got kind of back into it halfway through university. Okay. And then okay. really like kickstarted for me. So uh, yeah, I think year 12 I did a little bit. Yeah. But it was more mostly just swimming. Yep. That was what I mainly did. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. 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 It's similar to me. I, I think I actually went for a summer in between uh, high school, mm-hmm. went to the gym and just didn't particularly enjoy it then. And mm-hmm. I was still playing a lot of soccer back then. Yep. So I was playing soccer from 10 years old until 21. Yep. Yep. And then when I turned 21, that was when I started. Mm. Um, no, 20. 20 was when I started hitting the gym. Hitting the gym more. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. First of all, mm. as usual, any mere mortal moments this uh, week? I do. I, so I got, got two. a couple. I got two. <laughs> I got two. So the first one is I've slightly mentioned it to you. This was, I don't even have like a, a something that I made up for it. But last Sunday, you yeah. know, sometimes people think, oh, you know, this guy's, you know, always proactive. They're always working, doing things. Last Sunday, I yeah. spent it doing nothing. nothing. I just legitimately <laughs> did nothing the whole day. I just like slept and watched videos. Yeah. So... That was a full mere mortal level. Yeah. Me just one doing absolutely and, and nothing, nothing productive. What What was the reasoning for that? Oh, it's just a. Well, we had our ten year high school reunion. We did, on and Saturday night. the night before that, I'd also had been out for a little while, so yeah. I was just you know tired. I was yeah. just tired. It was time to get you know some rest. Yeah. So that's my first level mere mortal one. Okay. <laughs> nothing. There was no like upside there. No upside. No. I literally cooked. Yeah. I ironed and I <laughs> watched some videos. That's it. It sounds like but, something a mere waddle. Yeah, do. exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> but the second one was last week when we had Joey, the man himself, the Swedish speaking, yeah, yeah, bald man glow up. Um, I told a story about the Infinity uh, Hotel. Yeah, yeah. And I knew I was like, I knew as soon as I finished, I was like, I bet I butchered this. There's <laughs> gonna be something I got that yeah. wrong. So it wasn't Alpha Zero, nor yeah. was it Alpha Null. It was actually Aleph Null. So <laughs> forgive me for the fact that it was... <laughs> to be honest, I liked your, the first way you said it. That yeah, makes yeah. me even more confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's actually... So like I ended up, you know, putting it through. Now, for anyone looking at the video, this is Aleph. Oh, me. That was horrible. Yeah. Oh, let me try again. It's like that. And this okay, is like yeah, squiggly. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that yeah, yeah. Before, Anyways, yeah. that's Aleph. Yeah, no. There you go. So there you go. That was my nice. second mere mortal moment uh, last week where I was like, well, well. That's right. Thought I knew it, yeah. didn't even know it. But I predicated that story on the fact that I said <laughs> you did. You the did. following could be very wrong. So I think a real, uh, a wise person there would then be like, "I'm just going to shut up now. <laughs> I just won't tell the story. I yeah, I just won't tell the story. Yeah, no, but that no. didn't happen. No, it's good. I, I enjoyed so. it. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I had two, uh, a good and a bad. Yep, bad one. So my girlfriend from Colombia recently mm. arrived. Yep, on about ten days ago, and. At the reunion, it was a it was a long night. She'd mm. arrived three four days earlier, uh, and she was feeling jet lag, yeah. and I was just I don't know just feeling a bit tired. Mm. wasn't uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but I think I knew from the start from the get go like I'm not going to have a big night. Like, yeah, 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 big night, staying out till three a.m. or whatever. Mm. And uh, we got to about ten thirty. Was a couple of drinks in. Was feeling good, but also I was like feeling tired. Yeah. Um, and Andrea had also mentioned uh, she, she was feeling tired as mm. well. And uh, 
we're just sitting uh, sitting on the couch, sort of just doing our own thing, chatting. Mm. Uh, and someone came up and they're like, oh, do you want to dance? And immediately... Oh, I was, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And immediately I was like, oh, no, you know, Andrea's feeling a bit tired. Mm. Um, she's still a bit jet lagged. And we're like, oh, we think we'll just we'll chill out. Mm. And uh, speaking later afterwards, I realized she actually did want to dance. But when she realized, like... I was using her as an excuse not to dance. Um, that was a realization like, oh shit, I'm, I'm using her. Like it's me. Mm. It was, it was me who didn't want to dance. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, this conflicts a little bit with my, one of my long-term goals, which Mm. is, you know, trying to get as much as I can to the truth and speaking honestly. Mm. And, you know, it's not like it was really affecting anyone the way I did it, Mm. but, for me, I don't want to be the sort of person who uses others as an excuse. Yeah. So uh, that was a mere mortal moment. That's a good call. And, um, you know, trying to trying to fix that as best as I can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the good things, though, was I've been adapting a little bit to mm. her being here. Um, obviously, she's very keen to see a lot of the things, yep. do Explore, a lot of the things here. See the animals. Yep. Yep. Mm. So we went to Australia Zoo, had a really good time there. Yep. Um, amazing place. I was, uh, after being in, in Chile and, and in Santiago and seeing the zoo there, yeah. uh, it depressed me a lot. That yep. was, I, after that, I was like, oh, I don't think I want to go to any more mm. zoos. Um, you know, you see they have like a bunch of flamingos and half of them are like missing legs or have like prosthetic oh, legs really? or something. Yeah. It was, it was really messed up, man really gray concrete jungle mm. um the animals weren't having a lot of fun there uh, yeah okay a- apart from the the only one that was having fun was like the red panda <laughs> so i was like oh man uh, if it was having fun there imagine how much fun it'd be having be in Australia having, yeah. zoo. couldn't even find it it was like up in the tree somewhere sleeping the whole time yeah okay it was uh, it was having that much fun and it wanted to sleep yeah mm. yeah <laughs> and uh but no i've um you know i'm, I'm a very structured person getting onto the topic onto of the today. Topic of today yeah. And I usually have some sort of list of like things I want to get done in the day. And usually it's a, a daily recurring thing. So I want to try and get in my Spanish practice. I want to do my stretching, mm. a workout, uh, reading. Yep. And I've had to drop a lot of those off um, to spend a bit more time going out with her, doing things she wants to do. Yep. And I, I think I've handled that relatively well. Usually I, I get up myself like a little bit of self-criticism, like mm. you're not doing the things you want to do. Um, but I also want to spend time with her. I yep. want her to be happy. And, you know, I'm having a lot of fun going out and you're sort of seeing your city with new eyes again. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you have someone who hasn't explored a single yeah. city, you kind of, you know, you see that, oh yeah, there's a, there's a cool place or a different place. Yeah. Like perhaps going to South Bank or something like that. For you sure. Be like, for sure. So yeah, that was a, that was a, a I suppose a good moment for me. Um, mm. Not falling into a trap that I have fallen into the into Previously. the past about mm. letting things slip. Uh, you know, imagine if I was just like, she came here and then I just basically locked her in the room. I was like, I'm going to do what I want. And then maybe if we have time afterwards, we can do something. Sounds like I'll take great, you for a walk. Sounds like a great relationship. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would work out really well. I'd love well to, I'd love to see how that would work out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's, uh, that, that's been really good. Yeah. It's been no, really good. good. All right. Well, that's good for the preamble. I reckon we get right into it. Structuring yep. your workout. Yep. One of the things I thought about before we, well, when we first thought of this topic was the fact that we might actually discuss it a little bit too in depth in the side of as you know, lifting weights mm-hmm. slash perhaps, you know, running slash maybe some calisthenics yep. sort of style. But I'll... Um, well, I guess I'll I'll make sure as well that we're talking a little bit more broadly because I know people if they're listening to it and their you know their workout might actually be swimming or it might be just jogging or something like that. Yeah. I guess keep it a little bit more broad. Yeah, for sure. But we'll use some of the definitions or some of the details based on what we know and what we do to actually structure the yeah. workout and everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 Nice. So, for me, it always has to start with what is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? Yep. Um, so listed a couple of things you could be doing it to look good to build strength mm. to be mobile to be slimmer yep. usually there's a purpose perhaps even um you know if it's more of a social sport sort of thing yep. you're looking to make new friends and, and things like that so mm. it's not necessarily one goal that fits to all you know have different purposes for why you're 
you're um, doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. D- exercising, mm-hmm. and you really have to keep that in mind with how much you want to be doing of it, what sort of level you want to go to. Yep. So you really need to have that in mind, I think, at the start mm-hmm. um, before you jump in and look on YouTube or Google and see what people recommend. Oh, yeah, you're definitely. Gonna, you're going to be led by people going with whatever they, yeah, you, they want. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're going to find a whole variety of things, as usual, the mm-hmm. information overload. Yep. So first you have to decide what is it that you want to do mm. and try and get your aims right. Yeah. How do, no, how do you um, well, approach that? Do you, would you say that's a, a place you'd start off at? Yeah, and I guess I had a, a little bit of a drawing for it because at the moment I'm loving setting up, how would I call it, frameworks for it, I would say. Yeah. Um, so the way I sort of would draw it out, it would probably would be best draw it. I'm just trying to think if I draw it on here or not. Um, would be yeah, framing, hands. It, yeah, framing it across overall is that goals. Yeah. So I, whatever people wanting to structure your workout, first of all, like I think we've talked about this now twice or three times. Yeah. You got to know what it is that you want to do, whether it's you want to run a kilometer sub three minutes, you want to run a marathon yep. sub two hours. Yeah. Um, as recently done. Recently done. Um, whatever it is that your goal is, you know, lift whatever, 100 kilos for X amount of reps. Yeah. Whatever, you got to have a particular goal. Could yep. be defined goal, could be really broad goal. So, but yep, still, yep. you got to have that overarching goal. So that's the first thing I see. The second one would be within that, then it runs in a bit of a cycle. So once you actually have that structure of, yep, this is my goal that I want to be going. So like, let's just say I want to run 100 meters in 15 seconds. So yep. goal, cool, frames the whole picture. Then you go into, I would say, a cycle. So that cycle of whatever it may be would be a how you would set up a amount of time that you're going to be going after that particular goal. Okay. So that goal then gets framed around a particular timeline. So it might yep. be... So the cycle would be based on a time period or based on a like a list of things that you want to do um no i would i, would, I guess in the way that i'm thinking about it it would go time period so yeah might go three months yeah. so this goal i want to achieve it in three months yeah. cool. so i'm framing it that's it going to be in three months then within those three months i'm going to split it up into some sort of cycle so whether it is so for us from a lifting perspective we might split things up in a weekly sort of lifting style so yeah some people can do it in you know over seven days within a week you might do chest and back, legs, whatever, in some sort of you know yep. breakup, and you would cycle that across over those three yep. months yep. or two months or month or whatever it is the time period that you want to allow for that. Yeah. Um, there in, in running, you might be doing something like Monday you run X, Wednesday you run whatever, Friday you do this run, so you do three runs in a week. Yeah. That might you might call that a, you know a cycle of the week, and you might do a repetition of twelve of those yep. to get you three months to try to attain that particular goal. Yeah, yeah. Those cycles, that's where a little bit more of what you're saying with the research starts coming into it and how are you going to do it, what techniques, what applications, what yeah. methodologies, but it's all framed by the goal. Yeah. You've got to know the goal first to actually go and do that. Yeah. And then the third thing I reckon I'd say would be then, I've got it here as like a bit of a across the bottom of it, uh, but which still within your goals is then for it to be actually measurable. So yeah. getting a little bit back to when we're talking about smart goals, say so it's going to be specific, Yep. and measurable so the measurable bit of it would be making sure you measure at the start yep. what you're at what's the you know starting point yeah and then going okay well what's the end point that i want to be getting to so here the end point would be that 15 second 100 meters yeah you might start measuring it at every cycle or every week or at every fortnight or something to get some sort of basis of that progression so that once that period goes through you go okay cool i've been you know i started here these are measurable things that I improved. Yep. Did I make it? Yes, no. If I didn't, then you got a little bit of data to go, okay, this is why I might not have. Was it too hard to go for it in the first place in three months? Yeah. Um, and then that whole block of gold, essentially, you can then copy and paste over to a new one for, uh-huh. okay, say you did make it. Okay, and you want to go 100 meters for 14 seconds. Okay, well, you copy and paste that. Yep. You can figure out, okay, what's a timeline for it? What's a cycle? What's a measure? Go and do it. So. Yeah. Yep. That's how I see my training at a really like high level. Because when I think about it, my workout structure is the goal. We set our goals monthly yep. in terms of things we want to do. I have those that I set up and that's overarching for everything. And mm-hmm. then I build my weekly or monthly sort of lifting schedule into a weekly pattern. So that's my cycle, if you will. Yeah. And then I'll do four of those in a month, typically. Yeah. And, that, and I'll measure that up against lots of measures, whether it's 
the goals that I'm lifting, total volume, you know, everything in between around that. Yeah. Quantitatively and qualitatively. And at the end of it, I'll go, okay, cool. Once a month's gone, we'll assess how to go, did it go good, bad. And then I'll reassess another month yeah. block. So that's yeah. kind of how I sort of see it. Yeah. And mm. were you doing this from the start? You think? Mm, no. No, yeah. definitely not. I think at the very start, it was a little bit more... When I structured my workouts, it was Monday's chest day. Yeah. Wednesday's legs day, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, get into the gym and just train as hard just as I can. Yeah. And just see what you get. Especially when I used to go more at the start with like friends. So yeah. it was more like yeah. get in there, socialize, talk, yeah, exactly. lift a bit of weight. Yeah. Didn't take until a couple of years that I started going, okay, let's track it a little bit to see the progress, both yeah. that and the food and everything. Um, and now, I mean, the the stage of that I'm talking about with the whole monthly goals and blah, 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 with all the measure, measuring mm. and cycles of it. I think that only really started maybe three, four years ago. Yeah. Um, but now I feel it, especially this year, it's a lot more like defined, more detailed. Yeah. It's, it's, in a, it's in a state that I'm like, I know exactly what I'm trying to get out by the end of the month. And then I know what the next month holds and how it's rolling up into the overall okay. year. Yeah. So, Interesting. Mm. So you saw some real good social gains at the uh, your first couple of years, and then oh yeah, those social gains were galore. <laughs> I was lifting, I was doing like four like... four sets of talking by twenty reps, twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, doing, I was doing four sets of talks, twenty minute uh, each interval. Yeah, yeah. Um, with some in between uh, bench sets. <laughs> that was that was definitely my yeah, first yeah. couple of uh, yeah. The bench was like your recovery period. Yeah, like... yeah recovery period. I feel like okay. oh, I got to stop talking. Yeah, my, my jaw's, jaw's hurting. Jaw's hurting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I got some good jaw workouts in the nice. beginning, so nice. and then it, it began, you know, fading away. So, yeah. but now, so I think okay. I, does that sort of, and I guess that structure that I talked about, would that fit what you currently do as well now? Rings a bit true. Mm. Uh, very similar with you at the start. I, yeah, just sort of mm. googled. You know, I I think I actually got my first lifting advice from a channel called Bro Science Life. <laughs> Was that is that the guy who um, he's. Dom Domazetti, something yeah, like that, yeah, the, the funny guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a comedy. It was a comedy. <laughs> yeah. It was it was the, not... perfect, the perfect place to get your uh, yeah. to get your information. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But I mean, you know, you got to start off somewhere. So, mm. um, for the you know, got those sort of just initial gains from working, doing a workout. Yeah. First time I did deadlifts, I thought I had broken my back. <laughs> the, like, you know, you get that delayed onset muscle soreness. I had that for probably like six days afterwards. I thought my spine had somehow like been crushed together or something. I don't know. It was terrible. You used your terrible. spine in the first deadlift session. I, I honestly like it was, it was, I thought my bones were hurting. I didn't even realize I had muscles in my back. Um, and that was, that was a real uh, mere mortal learning experience. Couldn't do a pull up. I'm trying yeah. to do a pull up. Couldn't like just physically couldn't do it. Uh, I... A lot of, a lot of just, poof. Yeah. Struggling, mm. a lot of struggling at the start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for yeah, probably like two, three years, I I trained relatively okay. I was training mm. three days a week, and I I would put the effort in. Like probably not. I I never go as hard as you. I don't think. Like I think my just base level of hard of getting at it is a little bit <laughs> less. But I'm very consistent. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That's a good thing. Mm. Uh, and I just didn't really progress much until I realized oh, I need to be eating more to be putting on muscle to, you know, allow mm. my body to um, grow and uh, and gain that strength. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting start, um, start point. And then, yeah, I suppose in the last three years, I've mm. been a lot more structured. I've managed to work, it, work my way up to being able to do a workout basically every day um, with, yeah. you know, just breaks chucked in mm. when i'm feeling tired which is you know not i'm never so tired that i need to have like a break it's usually when i get sick mm. or you know i need to do something for the full day it's going to last a full day i don't don't have time to fit in the workout yeah and i mean i feel like i've gone past the point i used to be definitely like this i'm sure people feel like this as well i know it that even when you're sick there there would be some days that you'd get sick and you'd be like, oh man, I can't believe I'm yeah. missing the gym. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. missing my session. I'm missing whatever. Um, where nowadays, you know, you understand like, okay, well, that's yeah, okay. Good. Like a day isn't going to take you back. Yeah. Um, you might need to rest, you know, rest it up. It's actually better to do that than just push on and then be wrecked for, for whatever sure. it may be. Um, it's, it's the longer time periods where you'll see. The uh, improvement. 
Well, no, if, if you take a long time period off. So the, oh, first, right. the first, I suppose, long time period I had off was when we went to Japan and I was sick before it. Mm. So that was probably a good four weeks of me not getting a like very... We did a couple of workouts in Japan. Yeah. Uh, one got called The Lord. The Lord. Yeah, the Lord. Old lady came up. Wasn't impressed. No, no she wasn't. Daimyo. The Daimyo. But we have we have told that story. Yeah, we have we have needs to be repeated. Needs to be repeated. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah. now I was just gonna say the I do recall the first time I think it was a I went to the US in 2014, and I think I had five weeks off from the gym. Yeah, and I came back, and from what same as you were saying, and I'd been training that for like a couple of years, and I did squats when I came back. First session, I was like, I'm gonna yeah. get into it. Couldn't even do 40 percent of like what yeah. I was squatting at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um. But the next day, I felt like I just crippled. I couldn't even walk. I was like, I was like, had to like roll out of bed. Like, oh my god, what's happened? I've been shot. I was so bad. It was, it was terrible. Um, but from structuring workouts, I guess some ways that it probably can help people out, or at least get some, facilitate some of the stuff that we're talking about would be talking about some failures. So yep. we got a couple of things that maybe I could share. That maybe you'd be like, oh, okay. That might be a way to not structure your workouts yeah, uh, yeah. to get some ideas. So a couple of things that I've tried. I've tried doing double workouts every day, every weekday, but not on the weekends. So weekends would be one one session pretty much. Yeah. So that would That's be... That's the equivalent of 12 sessions a yeah, week. Yeah, 12 so, sessions. <laughs> and I'll, so people who... So from some swimming perspective, people train yeah, above you, that. Easily. You, you easily above that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. we used to train twice a day. Yeah. Every day. Before school, after school. What did you do on weekends as well? Uh, I, think it was, I think it was just a one session on the weekend. So it was 12, yeah. like so I would do 12 sessions. Yeah. yeah. But um, people who do triathlons, people who do marathons, they're training, you know, training as in like they're doing the running or the swimming. Yeah. Multiple times, 12, 15, yeah. 20 times. Yeah. Right? So you can do it. I'm not saying it isn't, it's like impossible. Don't yeah. do it. Um, CrossFit people do like three times, four times uh, a day. Mm. So it can be done. What I found though, for like a, a very human individual who has work or has everything else, yeah. doing double sessions every day will have you wrecked yeah. unless you have some sort of way to, unless you're you know, genetically inclined to be recovering like immediately after your workouts. Mm. Um, I found just double sessions to be just yeah not 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 a good thing. But more more so than that, even if I did so, essentially I was doing what twelve sessions. Or whatever a week. Yeah. Nowadays I'm doing nine sessions a week, but I'm seeing like I'm seeing right now way more gains out of nine sessions a week than I was doing twelve sessions a week. Yeah. But even comparatively, when I was doing five sessions a week, I was I was still getting more benefits than the twelve sessions a week. So yeah. you got to let your body sort of rest, and that's sort of one of the things I, I found out. Yeah. Like you know, from all of that. Yeah. Do you think it was taking like a hit lifestyle perspective as well? That was like translating into maybe less sleep or, um, you know, affecting you in other ways outside of directly the gym. So, for example, you're if you're mm. going twice, you're going to have twice as much travel to and from the gym, twice as yeah. much time, you know, preparing, putting on your workout stuff, getting ready, getting... Yeah, yeah. Set. So, there's definitely like some, obviously, you know, you've got to put away the time then if you're doing it that mm. much to be able to go in and actually do it. But I think it was yeah. like directly to the performance of working out it was more so your like my CNS system, so your central nervous system. Yeah. Um, that just like you need to let that recover when you lift heavy. Yeah. If you're doing it just so often, mm. you just can't recover. And essentially, you're going. I don't know this, what lifting heavy is. Yeah, you would. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what that means. You wouldn't know what that means. But essentially, CNS. You, get, you essentially get to this point where you're you kind of like, uh, you get to this peak and then you just keep trying to push hard and you slowly like gradually you know go down because it's yeah. you're pushing and it just can't keep going. Yeah. Um, and there's a bazillion different graphs I can demonstrate yeah. but isn't about this. Um, so I, I guess that, that was one of the failing things. I was like, okay, structuring my workout or whatever it is, yeah. I shouldn't be just thinking that more volume or more reoccurrence of it is necessarily going to be a good thing. Yeah, okay, so yeah. for someone starting up or someone just getting into it, you know, going three times a week is probably going to be just as good as going 10 times a week because yeah. you're going to get just as much response you're not going to recover fast enough if you go on 10 times a week, especially when you're at the starting phases, when someone's sort of just getting into a workout or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Your body super compensates at the start. 
because yeah. whatever you like literally whatever you do you're going to get some improvements some benefits yeah, out sure. of it it's once you get to like the advanced levels that you got to eat that extra couple of percentage yeah that's when you got to really start you know doing some advanced things but at the start you know basic sort of training whether it's running swimming whatever yeah, can be that's more than enough yeah. yeah for sure for mm. sure yeah i was i was just thinking like if i'd tried to do like set a daily workout mm. when i first started it it would have been really really Brutal. hard yeah really like hard. imagine if you read something then they were like yeah you know you can get some excellent lifts you've got to do uh four double sessions and then three <laughs> yeah, single yeah. sessions yeah. You would go, you would actually probably go in there being like, oh yeah, I'm going to be good. And on the second day, you were just being like, that's it. I'm never going to come back here again. Mm. I'm like, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so sore. You just wouldn't do it. So you got to like build it gradually to get that volume into the body, whatever um, it may be, whether it's yeah. swimming, running, whatever. That's actually a little little thing. Um, it's, hard, it's hard choosing where to get your advice from sometimes mm. because you'll see someone who's at a, a very elite level and you can tell that by their body shape, their sort of reputation mm. and they're going to talk about what they're doing and what they're doing is insane. Yeah. But for the beginner, just looking at it, they're going to be like, you know, that's not the advice they need. Mm. They may maybe need the intermediate who's maybe just slightly, slightly a bit above them, yeah. one or two years. And then they looking at them and be like, Oh, okay. You know, that's something reasonable. I can train three, four days a week. Yeah. And, you know, I do have the time to do that. Whereas mm. the Olympic level athlete is, you know, their whole life is de- devoted, devoted to, to this. Yeah. So. Well, and that's why I say like, it's good to be able to see someone who's, you know, at a super high level and go, cool, use that as motivation or, you know, anything that you actually need. Mm. But to actually structure a workout, I would use those, cre- you know, three key things. Because one, the goals is going to be to you. Can't yeah. be, you can't just be saying like, I'm going to run uh, faster than Usain Bolt next month. Like, yeah. does that make sense? I don't think it does. Uh, maybe um, not for you, but... Yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, you know, I know, I know you're, you're getting there. You're, you're getting there. I'm trying to run that in a marathon <laughs> at that speed. So, <laughs> so you know, first you've got to have your goal, yeah. which is going to be individualistic to you. Like, you, what else are you going to... Are you, yeah, well, are you going to sure. set up a goal for, like, for you, for current? I'm, yeah. I'm not setting up a goal for someone else. So, and we'll get a little bit to that as to why we got some points here and yeah. to sort of try to explain why, you know, why we do some of these things. So you set up the goal, you build in in what sort of cycle you want to do it because then it allows you to have a think about, well, can I train twice? Can I train four times a week? Can I do three times a month? Whatever it may be yeah. to that particular goal. Because again, it's got to be to the person if you're working 100 hour days, 100 hour days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. damn, you're working hard. Uh, I knew that was some reason I wasn't yeah. like at the level of Bill Gates yet. <laughs> Should have been working 100 hour days. <laughs> 100 hour days, man. You got to do 100 hour days or else it's like getting the high levels. Yeah, so if you're doing 100 hour weeks, yeah, you might not have that much time to socialize or, or train. Anything, really. So you got to be realistic on what you're actually going to be doing for it. So yeah, yeah. understanding what's going to be your cycle and then measuring that. So that that's going to set up anyone to actually structure it correctly. And then it's only in that within that cycle that you want to get the specifics from someone. So if it's, again, Olympic lifting, yeah. You might want to understand how to, you know, what sort of patterns do you have to do? If you're doing normal lifting, you can have programs that are like your 531. You can have German volume training. You can have undulating training. You can have super composition training. You can have yeah. um, 5x5s. You know, there's a, a ton load of different things. And that just sits in that cycle, yeah. you know, in your cycle. Yeah. But those are just three, and then you measure it. And then those are the three key things you need to have to yeah. structure your workout. Um, whatever else is aside from that, you can use higher level people for motivation. You can look at someone who's just a little bit above you to go, oh, okay, maybe that's the goal I want to be going for. Cool. And then understand how to actually build it. So that, that's maybe where you would be beneficial to ask someone like, oh, you know, you are doing 20% more on squats than me. Yeah. What are you currently training at now? Or what did you do just previously to, to get, get that? There, yeah. Awesome. So then you can go and replicate that sort of structure of training to get to that level. Yeah, and but at least you have some sort of structure to actually go on and do it. Yeah. So have you mm. done that much with, uh, like, you know, you'd see people in the gym, mm. uh, because for me, I, I suppose most of my um, structuring came from uh, online people because um, yeah, I just didn't. One, I don't interact that much with people in the gym when I'm there. I want to be doing my workout. Um, Although nowadays, obviously, I'm, I'm going in with you and uh, yeah. a couple of other friends. So I, I would say that, bit. yeah, mainly it's been online. And 
whether it's been through uh, forums or like reading a lot of articles, yep. that's probably been the majority of it. And everyone kind of goes through the phases where you'll first look at the really top price. Yeah. You'll just go straight to the price and be like, oh, I'm doing swimming? Yeah. Cool. How's Ian Thorpe and Michael Phelps swimming? Oh, yeah. they're swimming. Um, I think they do something like, I'm just trying to recall back to Ian Thorpe or Phelps. I think they swim 170 kilometers a week. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So when you think about it, right? You think about it, you're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. So that, that means you're going to swim 170 kilometers. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. You're going to be sleeping in the water. There's no way you're going to hang out 170 kilometers in, in no, a week. Just, I'd, I'd probably, if I if that was my goal, I'd probably just go into the ocean and just let the ocean carry me. Yeah, 170 kilometers. And then come back and be like, cool, I'm yeah. ready to the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so everyone get, everyone starts at that level where you look at it at the highest level and go, yep, that's what I've got to go for. Yeah. And then you start realizing, okay, well, it's got to be a lower level, lower level. Mm. And then I started more researching about... Um, you know, people maybe just a little bit higher in a powerlifting sense or in a bodybuilding sense and what they sort of trained yep. to get an idea of, okay, cool, that's what it is. And then after many years of sort of trialing, I got to a level of, okay, I kind of know what programs I like, what yep. programs work for me, um, you know, what I'm actually going for. Because this was uh, the other one I was going to talk about was with structuring your workout, you've got to be, re- so if you're training for the first year or two, give or take, okay, whatever you're doing, you're going to be improving it like in all directions, yeah, in yeah. all manners. So if you never ran before, I can guarantee you that if you just do a little bit of running for a couple of weeks, your 100 meter time is going to get better. Your marathon time is going to be better. Your one kilometer run time is going to be better. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't have to even focus about anything. Yeah. Once you get past that basic sort of level of beginner gains, essentially, yeah. you're going to get to a point that you have to pick and structure your workout towards one of the extremities of all of them. So... There is a dichotomy that you can balance mm-hmm. in terms of you can try to be strong and lean and you know uh, train with high volume and run really well. You yep. can do all those things, but you're going to see very slow gains, like super yeah. slow gains. Yeah. If you want to get really good at something really quickly, then you've got to prioritize it. And yep. to prioritize, you're going to be going away from the other spectrum. So the yep. couple of the, some of the ones that I like sort of listed is nowadays. I will particularly set up my monthly goals or my cycles or whatever it may be to go, okay, this month is going to be for strength, yeah. which means my lifting or my particular things are going to be more aligned to that. Yeah. And my fitness slash volume training is going to go down. So yeah. I can expect that not to be either I want to try and hold it yeah. or it's going to go down slightly. But it's my strength that I'm going to be trying to bring it up really quickly. What I found is structuring the workouts is if I do the first month for just strength and the second month just for volume, yeah. At the end of those two months, those two levels will be higher than if just from month zero to month two, I just go, okay, well, I'll do both of them at the same time yeah. and just see how good I get. I end up finding that at the second month, I'm actually getting better overall levels yeah. than if I'd not done it that way. So okay. I think from my perspective, I'll get yours. I think you have to you have to go for one or the other. You can't go for both. Same with um, if you're structuring your workout, as you were saying, you want to lose weight three months. Um you really wouldn't structure, I guess it's more beneficial to say in three months, I want to drop body fat to this Yeah. and you can yeah. change your body composition or whatever, but you wouldn't be, you really wouldn't be trying to go, okay, in three months, if you kind of advance, you know, in three months, I want to go from 80 to 90 kilos and drop body fat from 20% to 10%. Like yeah, yeah. that is yeah, two polarities of things that's happening. You're not going to, especially if you're an advanced trainer, you ain't doing that. Yeah. But you could do maybe one of them. Yeah, but the other one's gonna you know slide a little bit, but you got to realize that for so. sure, for sure. And yeah, as you said, that the both of those ways are pulling in opposite mm. directions. So yeah, you do have to prioritize. Uh, prioritize. I've found that as well. Uh, mm. I I probably noticed I do it more with an exercise. So I'll say I I want to get really good at this one thing, mm. and I'll you can sort of do it with a couple that yep. way. So. Uh, for me, I suppose the most, um, the ones that come to mind the most were one learning, learning to handstand for the mm. first time. I started off pretty light. I was doing a lot more gym. It was probably like three or four days of gym and then mm. three days of like calisthenics. So yep. going, doing, doing an outdoor workout mm. and I was just gradually adding it in maybe like, you know, one, uh, four sets at the end of a workout for something else. Yep. And, you know, just gradually putting it in there until now I have three days solely dedicated to handstands, to handstands. Just, mm. just to them. And yeah, that's because I wanted to get good at it. And you will see 
progress doing it that way. Yep. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a quick story as well of, of when I went too far with that as well. So I'd never really set myself a goal where it was like, I have to do this. Like mm. this is something that has to get done. Um, and in towards about the midpoint of my travels, yep. I said to myself, I want to do a press to stand. And press to stand is essentially a handstand where you start with both your hands and feet on the ground mm-hmm. and then you're just lifting your feet up into it. <laughs> oh, this will be a good drawing. <laughs> oh, you nailed it. That, that looks like a hangman, I think. <laughs> That's pretty much it, right? <laughs> is that my neck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Very good. Bring him back. Yeah. But yes, yep. Press yep. to stand, yep. And so that was in the end of September. So I gave Mm. myself three months. I was like, I want to get this done before the end of December, Mm. before the new year. And I worked my ass off for it. I Mm. was doing five days a week of just handstands. We got to the point where every session I was coming into it and I was sore just everywhere. Like my wrists were sore, Mm. my arms. I was even feeling it like in the traps. I noticed my traps. Were like getting tight and locking in. They were getting tight and bigger. Mm. Like that was when I was like, probably one of the only times I've ever seen really rapid gains mm. in just one certain area. Yeah. Uh, and I went too far, man. I, I did that for probably about two, two months. Mm. And I realized like, I can't do this anymore. This is just killing me. Yeah. Like my wrist started doing weird things like cracking in mm. ways I've never heard before. Um, I was just, and I was just exhausted, man, just mentally it was messing me up. And yeah because I was mentally messed up, I couldn't give a hundred percent for each session. Yeah. So, so that's like, where yeah, I had to like dial it back down. Mm-hmm. And now I think I was doing four sessions for a bit as well. And even now I think the optimal is, is like three sessions a week of, of just handstands. Yeah. And even that could maybe be a little bit too much. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it's one of those thought patterns. Like, you know, you could do four, four handstand sessions at 70% and overall in the week you might do 280%. Yeah. But if you did three at a hundred percent, then you're, you're doing more. Like yeah. You're exactly. doing better. Exactly. So, you know, it yeah. might be in that sort of thought path. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Cool. All right. So getting into maybe a little bit more detail, mm. um, how, so you've got your, you've got your long-term goal yep. in place, what you want to be doing mm-hmm. or, or at least like, you know, maybe a, a midterm goal. So your long-term goal could just be, I want to be fit. Yep. Your midterm goal could be, I want to get build strength, mm. so I'm going to put on muscle yep. and, and get stronger. Getting down into the, then you've structured your workouts for the week or mm. for the time period. So I'm going to be doing uh, chest and arms on this day, back yep. and legs on this day. Or, you know, if you're, if you're doing running, you may be saying, I'm going to do high intensity training on the Monday, mm. maybe a bit of a longer distance on another day, and then another day will be just purely stretching yep. just to, you know, open up the joints and whatnot. Yep. So for you, when you get, say you've got a chest and arms day or what, mm. what, what sort of day would you have now? What, uh, what, what's a day you have in your yeah, chest now? and back, chest and back. Mm. How would you structure that? How would you uh, okay, so we're getting get into that? Into like the, a little bit more. Yeah. Details. Okay. Whew. So I, I can start off with a couple of mine, how yep, I yep. do that. So I always try and put the, hardest exercise uh, not the hardest the one i want to improve in the most at the start yeah and i like sticking to fundamentals to basics Mm. so that's going to be if it's like a chest one it's going to be the bench press it's going to be for the back it'll be deadlifts it's going to be for the legs it'll be squats Mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever had the any either of any of those exercises in the like second third of my workout it's always been right at the start Mm. and I suppose one of the reasons for that is you can give it your all at the start um, with those ones. And if you're doing more, if you're doing any machine-based workouts, I feel you just don't need to have that high level, that peak focus Mm -hmm. that you would with a free weight. uh, Yeah. With a free weight. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've always started off like that. Uh, I've always kept my um, workouts going over four weeks just to make mm. sure, so I'll, I'll have, you know, each week I'll have, let's say, three sessions. Mm. And then I do the same three sessions for each each week. Yep. And I do that over four weeks. One thing that's just allowed me to do is, I suppose, keep myself accountable. And when I'm recording, mm. 
Mm. I can sort of take the average for those weeks and be like, okay, this is the sort of level I'm at. Because as you very well know, Mm. you can be super strong one week and then the next week you're like... Yeah, just whatever you might be feeling. Turn me into a slug and step on me because I can't do shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grouping exercises for me to the body part. Mm. So like you said... um, well, doing like but I guess, I guess before before you get there, because I, I wanted to ask you that question, so we'll broaden it out. Yeah. Um, just to define mine, I can specify it for individual. Yeah. Same, similar. I would go with what priority thing I'm looking to do in that day. So chest and back, I deprioritize back because I'm training it so often through the week anyways. Yeah. I prioritize. So chest will always come. So I'll do it first. Yeah. Then I'll normally, this would be 90% of the time, I prioritize doing compound movements first. Yeah. Now, unlike you, because I know that you structure your workouts, so you'd write down specifically, you know, you like know before going into each session, this yeah, is what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. I went through a period where I did that a lot. Then I went through a period where I just kind of like what felt like I wanted to do and just trained as hard as I could sort of thing. Yeah. I find a, like a bit of a happy medium yeah. where now I go in not really knowing that I'm going to do whatever. It's just kind of what it feels like that day. Yeah. But I know what my 80% of a lift is, what my 70% of a lift is. So when I'm doing it, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go for a new PB in whatever area that I'm doing it. But normally, so here chest, I will always do like a compound movement first, normally with barbell bench press or an incline dumbbell or incline barbell. Yeah. Then I'll move into more what's called iso- isolateral isometric movements where it's a little bit more where it's, uh, machines, cables, and you can actually um, stress more individual fibers across the different layers. So for chest, you know, you have three splits for the chest, your mid, top, and your bottom. So then I can actually do a little bit more isometric movements on it and do specific, okay. whether it's one yeah. side, where it's double. But when I'm fresher, I'll go and do the heavier compounds, the heavier lifts. You, know? yeah. you can do it after you do all that sort of stuff. For me, I just feel like it's, I, I get more enjoyment doing it earlier. You know, it's probably the same thing. You get the same sort of stresses, same sort of yeah movement and gains out of it. So notwithstanding, and then I move on to say the back movements and that might be whatever. The other thing though that I know that you probably haven't looked into this yet is, so because of the way that I train over the week and I do say at the moment nine times in the week as of sessions, yeah, what I try to do is an overall volume over the month to, to get a bit of a reading uh, of like yeah, how much yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. But to do that, I then bring it all the way back into weeks. And what I try to do is so I'm not overloading my muscles too much because obviously in terms of recovery, what I try and tend to do is on the days, on the, on the muscle groups I'm training two times a week, I normally try and do 12 to 15 sets per workout session. Yeah. Um, the ones I'm training three times a week, I'll try and do nine to 12 sets. So that's for, so back, I'm yeah. training at the moment three times a week. I'll generally do... 9, 12, sometimes even 15 sets per session. But overall in the week, it might just be a maximum of 36 sets to 40 sets. Yeah. And then be stu- there's been studies that say, I think it's something around the 40 set sort of mark over the week, mm. over, you know, whatever reps. Or it, like the reps can be varied or whatever it may be. But 40 sets is generally a good number to aim for over a week for loading up movements yeah, yeah. and for be able to recover efficiently. So if you're doing more than 40 sets, I think it was something like, from 20 sets to 40 sets, there's like good growth in terms of, yeah, you can get benefits beyond 40 sets naturally. If yeah. you're doing like say 60 sets, there's not as much efficiency and growth gained of going beyond it yeah. as opposed to just sticking to 40 sets um, unless you're doing something else to improve your efficiency, whether it's anabolic or whatever, right? Yeah, so you yeah. can do that, cool, go that path. But if you're at 40 sets, that's to me what the general range of it is. So then that yeah. sort of tracks back to daily. So then I know... For chess, I'm going to do roughly four different workouts, uh, different exercises that sum up to 12 to 16 sets. For yep. back, I'll do three to four that sums up to about 12 sets. And that's how I normally do my work, like schedule the workout. Yeah, yeah. And then individually, like within each one, I'll be like, okay, well, what's my personal best beforehand? I'll just try and improve it. Um, yeah. Unless it's a very specific movement like a deadlift or a bench press or yep. whatever, or like a, a big lift, then I'll use all sorts of manners to structure the workout, whether it's... Um, I really like wave loading. So wave loading training is really good, whether it's um, so it's in a weekly sort of phase and you sort of change it up. So yeah. I won't explain it because it'll take heaps heaps long. Yeah, but so I'll tell people wave loading, which is undulating loading. Um, super super. 
Super compensation um, training. That's awesome as well. So that's these are all for sort of for strength training, yeah. wave loading, super compensation training, um, undulating training, which is just a more general training. Those are good for strength advancement levels. Yeah. Non-advanced five three one um, five by five. They're simple things. And then if more of a volume perspective, there are things like German volume training. There's um, what's called oh, Mark Ripto's one. Can't remember. Just escape my mind. Strength. You know, yeah, standard strength. And then there's four by eights, um, which is essentially it's four sets by eight to 12, 12 reps. That's a very, you know, everyone kind of has done that at one point or another in their lives and yeah. then focusing on compounds. So there's all those variations as like an individual. Yeah. But what I was going to ask you, I guess, to give a really clear picture um, for people for structuring a workout, I want to hear what a week workout for you is. What's a week, a week sort of workout? Yeah. Yep. So, if, like I said, uh, goals right now, uh, getting good at handstands. Yep. Just keeping, I suppose, the strength I've, I've gained from over the years and, and maintaining that mm. or if possible, getting a bit stronger. Yep. And um, I've shifted a bit from purely gaining strength um, which I suppose would ca- characterize my years one to five-ish mm. where I was only hitting the gym. And now it's uh, other things are playing into it. So I realized I didn't really enjoy the gym. So I started getting into calisthenics mm. so I could be outside a lot more. Yep. And um, now I'm, I'm concerned about, uh, not concerned, but I'm more aware of my overall fitness in terms of like cardio mm. and, and um uh, yeah, cardiovascular yep. um, performance. So mm. I'm improving. I'm putting a bit more in, of that into it. Yep. So it, it looks a lot different compared to a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So right now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do handstand training. Pretty much purely handstand. How long uh, is it your training? Uh, nowadays, be about hour and a half each yep. each session, and that that'll yeah, pretty much be like four sets of like max hold handstands. Um, I do one set of like L sits and a set, a couple of sets of like handstand push ups. So mm. just working on the the shoulders. Yep. And then the rest will be variations on handstands. Um, just like balancing my feet in the air, trying to do bring them down and do a press to stand or bring them back up. Mm. Um, yeah, just variations of that. Yep. Uh, and then at the end of that, I'll do a one k run because mm. that's one of my goals, and we'll get into that very soon. Yep. Of of why that's a goal. Um, so I do like a little bit of cardio at the end of that session, a bit of skipping as well. Mm. Tuesdays and Thursdays I do, and I suppose even Saturdays, I'd, I'd put that all in the same category, which would be using the, uh, some weights, um, that I own, that mm. I only have 15 kilos worth. Um, uh, but I, you know, big numbers, big numbers, man. <laughs> big they numbers. Scare me. Have a weight belt, and so with yep. that, I can do push ups, I can do pull ups. Mm. Uh, oh, I wouldn't do push ups with the weights, although you can. Yeah, chuck them on your back. Do pull ups, chin ups, attempting muscle ups, mm. dips, and attempting muscle ups is correct. Yeah, I can't <laughs> even do it with the bands still. You got stronger bands at your house. Yeah, apparently, huh? <laughs> we're gonna need to use them. <laughs> and then on Sundays. Um, because I can, I did train legs, mm. um, using only calisthenics. It's a little bit harder because your legs can take a lot more volume, uh, and you need a lot more Didn't weight. Everything else. Yep. So for a long time I was using body weight and it's possible, but difficult, difficult. Mm. But now on Sunday, Not ideal. I, I, Not ideal. I join, join you and a couple of other fellas at the gym Yep. and, um, yeah, just do legs there, mm. which is, yeah, okay. Just no, good. That's cool. How about you? What's, what's um, yours? So at the moment. The split for me is so I'm structuring the workout. Monday, so I'll, I'll prelude it with I've structured the workout so that I get power. So I do two main days for sort of powerlifting of uh, squats and deadlifts because those are two main things I'm trying to get stronger at. Yeah. The other goal at the moment this month is to slightly start leaning down a little bit so I bring down the weight. Uh-huh. Um, so again, that's two polarities. There's one side like I'm trying to get lean down, but I'm also trying to get stronger. Yeah. Those are probably the the two spectrums that you can kind of do a little bit. If I was trying to tell you that I'm trying to get um, to leaner and get higher volume. 5% body fat. Yeah. And still, still maintain your strength or get stronger. No, not at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also not the goal to get a 5% at the moment. So, yeah. yeah so at the moment, um, Monday's uh, morning is chest and back in the morning. What time do you go? No, sorry. Shoulders. Shoulders and shoulders and back. So yeah. 4.30. 
Monday in the morning. For, well, here, Monday people. Monday is the, uh, the early day. Yeah. So probably even earlier. So I'm probably there earlier, to be honest with you. So shoulders and shoulders and back is on Monday in the morning. Yeah. Afternoon is snatch, cardio, and speed benching. Yes, speed benching. Yeah. Then Tuesday mornings are um, biceps and triceps and calves. Yeah. What time? And accessories. Oh, that one's more like five a.m. <laughs> You need some more chilled out time. <laughs> then Wednesday's a double day again. Yeah. So Wednesday morning is chest and back. And in the afternoon, it's squats, speed squats. Speed squats. Speed and squats, I end up yeah. turning into just lifting heavy and, <laughs> and hamstrings. Yeah. Then Thursday mornings or Thursday afternoons is deadlifts and shoulders and yep. a little bit of back. And Friday's a day off. So I completely day off on Friday. Yep. Then Saturday, I train with you in the mornings to calisthenics sort of movement yeah. pull-ups and all that yep. and then in the afternoon chest and back and yep. then sundays i'll do legs legs with you guys good. yeah yeah so so very complex but yeah. it's taken a while to get there yeah it, it and... does yeah so yeah i wouldn't they, i wouldn't recommend anybody who's just starting to do that <laughs> workout at all no. if, if you think it not even close like and a lot of times depending on how busy i am or stressed in the week yeah that is an overload sometimes but yeah, when it's a, sure. when, when i'm like when I'm in a pristine sort of level, yeah, that's Perfect. and that's the best. You want you want to put it to the, like the highest level, so something something to aim mm. for, and then you know be a little bit. If it has to, if you can't do that during the week, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, so you wouldn't recommend people start with a 160 bench. Oh, I think at, at the very least a 150. You know, don't go <laughs> 160 straight away. You know, yeah, 160 like kilos. Yeah, it's probably yeah. a little bit, probably just a little bit uh, on the high. 150, yeah, easy. 150 should be like the standard. You yeah. get into the gym, and if you don't do 150 kilo bench, you have to step back out. That, like <laughs> that's gonna be easy. You're not doing sub 15 second uh, 100 meter rows. Yeah, get get out of here. Uh, that's I knew I did something wrong when yeah, I first started. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's all these years later. It's um it's showing. It's showing. It's showing so, how I structured my workout. Poorly. But but speaking of poorly, so some things I still do terribly is two things one stretching i still don't stretch enough mm. nor warm up and warm down enough i warm up a little bit now more yeah. than anything but it's going to catch up to me so one thing i'm saying structuring your workout <laughs> structure put in warm-ups warm down and stretching yeah i don't do that enough i'm calling myself out yeah i've got it as a goal monthly to just remind me to more. do that so yeah. i gotta do that so that's one but the other one is i still don't effectively plan and i wanted to ask you this do you effectively plan rest breaks and rest like weeks or whatever into your cycles? Because um, so I, I tend to not do that. Okay, so you, even though I know about like intra-session? No. As in, so, so like so, taking a longer term. Yeah, yeah. because so structuring your workouts and so when you look at it, if I was to look at that goal thing and look at it over like say a year or whatever, yeah, you should be taking, um, normally the suggestion is for every sort of two or three months of this is lifting gym gym lifting yeah you should take around a week or two weeks off mm, when okay. you're doing sort of a powerlifting comp you normally will train and actually take a week off before the powerlifting comp yeah um after bodybuilding competition you normally take like hell a month off afterwards or something like that to recover yeah so there is a recovery period that's needed at the moment my how i plan for it yeah. is whenever i go on a holiday <laughs> it's yeah. whenever i go on a holiday or i get sick or something that's <laughs> yeah. when i stop yeah which is a bad thing. Yeah. I should plan for it. People should plan for the breaks. Yeah. At the moment, I don't. But I was going to ask you if you do at all. To be honest, I've only ever done one deload week. Mm. And uh, that that was interesting. Um, yeah, it was, it was good doing that. Mm. Uh, mm. However, mm. I've... So, I've kept a log of every single workout I've ever done. Apart from maybe two chest sessions I've done in the past month with you. Where I was like, I, I just don't... Don't feel like recording this. Recording this, okay, yeah. So I have like six and a half years worth of data showing mm. everything I've done and, and um, how much sessions I've done. Yep. So I've, I've seen like, you know, I started off, I was doing about three days a week. So over a year, that mm. should be about 150. Yep. I was probably only doing, but I was still missing sessions, mm. had university, had other stuff going on. So I probably only did, I think it was, a, um, it was probably about 100 in in my first year yeah okay uh and I've, I've noticed it's gradually getting up so 100 first year like 110 130 then i started getting mm. a bit more serious planning to do four sessions a week so yep. i was getting to the 150 and then now um it's 
a lot more than that. So I'm planning every every day. Every day. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm not really putting in rest breaks, but I am noticing. Um, so one of my long-term goals as well is mm. to do um, 80% of my workout. So work out, essentially work out um, like a little bit over 300 mm. days in the year. And even not putting in rest breaks, it's I'm still going to struggle to hit it. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. missing stuff here and there. Mm. Um, but no, I haven't really planned in like a full week off, yeah. for example. Um, Which is something I think yeah. like it's actually needed. Like I'm, I'm going to call yeah. us both out. Like we don't do it, but it is needed instruction yeah, okay. workouts yeah. as well. Because you just likewise. And, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying be, say that, you know, train one, you know, train once and then take five days off and then train again and then take, nah. So yeah, I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying take, like train hard yeah. for a few months yeah. and then plan an effective deload week or okay. a whole week off and then go hard at it again just yeah. to be able to reset yourself to go, okay, cool. You know, you, that whole week you'll be like, oh, I really want to get back to, to swimming or running or mm. gym or whatever. Yeah. And then when you get back into it, you'll be like, cool, I'm fresh, ready to go. You know, another week to kind of prep yourself back up to what you're doing and then just yeah. go from there. So. And and that is hard because like you said before, Mentally. you know, you were talking about being sick and mm. still feeling guilty about missing mm-hmm. a session. You know, it's hard. What about to, when you're not sick and yeah. you're literally like you're staying away? Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's something is um, mm. both need to. We're a mere mortals. Yeah. Mere that's mortals. It. That's um, it. Trying to get better. Though. Yeah. I've just got some final um, successes as well that I've got here that I've, I've noted mm-hmm. down uh, before we sort of close on the structure in the workout and talk about this, the second piece of why we got some points here and why you're only on one and I'm on two. Um, <laughs> so I think for me, I think successful is that planning it monthly has really worked out well um, as opposed to planning it weekly or planning it fortnightly or planning it every three months. I think monthly feels like a good sort of yeah. um, schedule for training wise because it also fits with my other goals and everything in terms of my planning sectors. So yeah, good. same with me. Same um, with me. The other one as well was from a, just a this is pure lifting perspective. Um, I think a focus on just strength over everything has been really good. Um, mm-hmm. So rather than focusing on uh, body composition or volume training or whatever, just focusing on getting like all your comp all your compound lifts, all your main lifts, just really strong. Yeah. Like to me is relative to having a good physique, a good composition, and sets up everything else. So as long as I know that you know I'm able to get really good strong numbers on the basics like a squad or an olympic lift or a bench or whatever yeah that will set up a good base foundation for anything else i do so yeah you know it's probably like it's more often than not that you'll see someone who's just really strong squatter to be a good runner but not really a good runner or speed runner that's not very good at squats or like a heavy squat or something like that that sort of correlation so yeah i think for me it's been yeah have a good strength focus and that I've been doing now for like a couple of months now or years now and I think that's paid well in terms of everything else yep. so I think there's only two other things yep. out there okay uh, yeah for me I suppose now that you were mentioning it mm. basics doing the basics really well is the the building blocks of, of being able to get to the higher levels of whatever mm. it is that you want yep. so and this is applicable to everything you want to get good at swimming and you know be able to mm. I don't know, hit those peak times. Yep. You, you can't neglect doing um, like whatever breaststroke mm. and then doing some sort of weird underwater swimming <laughs> yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. that level. So yeah. say, say you want to be a free diver, for example, mm. you probably want to have a good, decent free uh, breaststroke or, or yeah, something like yeah. that. Just, just the basics. So yeah, the, te- the, the basic, the technique, the movement yep. pattern. Yeah. And, and those are easy to figure out. You just go online, find what, most people say mm. is is the basics yep. or or what most people focus on yeah and that'll be your your core mm. i i feel that should be the core of your workout yeah if you want to do other you know small things on the side that's cool mm. but that I, I feel hitting those basics is a yeah no definitely critical thing yeah no, i think to finish it off structuring your workout if you want to find out more details i would suggest uh, and i'll put on the show notes as well um going on g-o-o-g-l-e um, dot com yeah and just search what's that <laughs> just go to google the com and literally just search whatever it is whatever workout you want to do yep. there is a bazillion um, information points about this yeah there's going to be an overload so figure out your goal figure out what your sort of structure cycle is going to be what time period figure out how you're going to measure yep. then just go to google and literally google 
um, how to get to a hundred kilo bench press and yeah. whatever, figure out, get a whatever uh, setup of session. So yeah. whether it's a five or three, two, one, um, whether it's GVT, whatever, pick something, stick to it, do it for that a lot of time. Yeah. See how it went. Then just revamp on it. Look back, pick it up again, change to another workout, change to another theme sure. and just measure it through. You yeah. know what's going to happen? Someone's going to do that. And then the first thing they'll see is like, oh yeah, you want to get to a um, 200 kilo squat. What you should do is you get an exercise ball, mm. you jump on you that, jump on that, put on, you know, 90% of your max weight and then start doing those. And then, and then start doing it on there. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get off the ball, you'll be doing 120%. <laughs> yeah, Super yeah, compensation. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, if someone, if someone actually wants, they can actually comment and you know, ask, ask what they actually are going for. And we'll, we'll recommend them something. We yeah. can also do that if you feel like you're going to pick up some random bogus person that's going to tell you to sun the ball. So yeah. we can also do that. For sure. Sure. One, why are you on two and why am I on one? So, what, are, what are these points here? So mean? this is the second. So it kind of falls a little bit into structuring the workout a little bit. There's more into a yearly level. Yeah. Yeah. So this was your baby idea. Yeah. came out of your yearly goals. Yep. And it was in essence a yield challenge, a year challenge in yep. terms of lifting. And what it comprises of is 10 different things. So it's 10 different uh, movement 11. patterns. 11? 11 with the rowing at the end. Okay. okay. Yeah. So there's 11 different movement patterns across uh, things like rowing, running, lifting, yep. uh, calisthenics. So yep. it's 11 movement patterns that we've decided for a whole year, we're going to be aiming towards yep. to try to improve ourselves. And we're doing this across both myself and Karen. We're doing it with a couple of friends as well. Yep. And we've got some points allotted to it. Yeah. It's a little bit, maybe we can talk about the detail of it and how it sort of talks into. Maybe yeah, we'll, you can, I'll, I'll do that in a okay. separate thing. Okay. Uh, uh, essentially, okay. there's 100 points to get throughout the year. Yep. So as you mentioned, we have 11 exercises. Mm -hmm. We've only kept one constant for all of us, yep. which is the rowing. And we've... Um, put in 100 meters, 250, 500, and 1,000 meters we've confirmed, time limits. And we've already confirmed that we've got some uh, insane times on there that is not going to be achieved anytime soon. No, no. <laughs> that's uh, that's going to require a year's worth of effort yeah. to even get close get to that Get close level. to that, yep. And then, as you mentioned, it, it goes across varying exercises and um, ways of working out. Yep. And But it's personalized as well. Mm. So, it you know, especially for me and you, it'd yep. be very hard to get a single exercise and say, this is, um, you know, try and have one thing that you can do that I can do. That's at the same at level. The same level yeah. I'm not going to be hitting 160 kg bench press anytime soon. So <laughs> still too hard. That's the minimum that, to get into number. the gym. That's the minimum. <laughs> yeah. to, that's not like big numbers. Damn it. No, I hate them. Um, I like the negative. Yeah, no, so I like I like the idea. And essentially, so the points we got up here is because Karen was able to ma get one of his points out of the 100. Which one was it? It was a, a one-pointer of yep. doing 15 kg pull-ups. So that's a, a weight belt with 15 kgs attached. Mm -hmm. Doing that for nine reps. Nine reps. That's a good, good effort. Was, that's a good yeah. effort, yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's a PB. Uh -huh. So with every single one of these exercises... Mm -hmm. um, We've, we've sort of split it into three levels. There's one, which is a PB. Your personal just, best. Just above yep. just where you're roughly at. Mm -hmm. Two, which is like, this is going to be hard, but I could see myself improving mm -hmm. to this level within a year. Yep. And three is like, oh God, man, I'm going to have to break my back to get to this <laughs> to level. To get to this level, yep. And, and do it. Um, and we've structured the points so that they're worth more accordingly the higher you go. Mm. So if you do that, back breaking i don't know what it is for you for me it'd be like uh what are the times so i'll, I'll choose my running ones yep. for example so i want to do a 1k run in three minutes 45 yep. would be my good pb three minutes 30 would be great pretty Two good points. pretty yep. damn good and then three minutes 15 would be, would be exceptional uh, yeah yeah three points yeah yeah, yeah. and which is depressing because <laughs> when you watch marathon people Running it at, at sub three at, minutes. Yeah, every single over forty two k's. That's uh, that's a bit depressing, but just slightly. Forty two k's. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the it's forty two. Pretty sure it's forty two point something. Yeah, whatever. 
It's not just putting two no, facts. No, Get no, your no. facts right, Aleph. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so you're on, so you're on one point out of so hundred. I, I got one point. Yeah. How'd you get you? Uh, so I'm on points. I'm on two points, and I got them today on my squat. So my one point was 180 kilos for eight reps. Yeah. I felt like my soul departed on rep six. <laughs> yeah, you would. Rep you seven. Rep that. seven. Um, I was transcended. The mortal plane. I was beyond a mere mortal. I was literally yeah. going beyond and, and eight. Watch out, Zeus. I went back. I went. I landed back in my body and I fell over. So, but I got eight reps. Nice. So I was nice. one of them. And then I missed my muscle ups one, which was close. But I got yeah, the yeah, very close uh, handstand push ups. So I got twenty six. Nice. Uh, had to get over twenty five. Over twenty five. <laughs> So, Karen, Karen Down, for everyone who <laughs> wants to see the video of this, just tune into whatever time we're in. He believes that that 25 means greater than or equal to. So, and he will try to defend it by the no, fact I'm that going. Excel, that he's saying that Excel is hard to input this little sign, but he's just talking nonsense. So, so he has no idea what's going on. He has no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. So already making excuses. So two points, two points there. So I'm uh, I'm beating you by a hundred percent. That's or fine. Beating by twice twice as much. My monthly goal for this month because we so we started October fourteenth. Mm. Yep. So we're going to October thirteenth. Yep. Next year. Mm-hmm. So I've got two weeks roughly in this month. Mm. To, to go for and I'm going to try and get five points. Oh, five points. So I don't even know where I've I've got, got, um, you know, next episode, I really need to be on probably two or three mm. at least and, and trying to get those last couple Good. for the, for this month. Yep. And then, um, we were talking about it, the way we've structured the whole thing, mm. the hundred points, you're going to get a collection of big pointers at the end of the year, which are those super hard mm. things to achieve. And then we've also added a multiplier for five of the exercises, which are like the core ones we really want to improve on. Mm. So there's going to be some of them where you can get six points if you do this one particular thing. Yeah, that's right. So this is going to be a very slow progress. Until it starts picking up might, really quick. then you yeah. might see getting into you know the end part of mm. next year, we will hopefully be hitting some, you know, just jumping up from... 33 to I'm gonna call 39. it right now. If we hit a hundred, if anyone anyone hits a hundred points, I will be amazed beyond belief. Because there yeah. were some in there that are just like the rowing and the run that it will be like it'll take our whole heart to get that. Agreed. I'm if I hit 80, I will be like super super happy. Yeah, super. Happy. Yeah, I think I'm I'm, I'm yeah I'm thinking above 80. percent That's a good good yeah. effort. So I thought you were gonna say like oh yeah you know above 100 would be bare minimum for me. <laughs> <laughs> just going steal, for 200 just going for 200 steal points from other people yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just do that I'll just, my points equal like if I do yours it's already it's already mine so I'm already on 400 so it's fine um, but yeah that was structuring your workout that was episode 6 yeah. is there any other bits and tidbits that you want to sort of share with the, the people at home no I'm all good excellent I'm done well that is all from me cool. that's it one out current out <laughs>